Hello, my name's Rachel Hayton and I'm a farm animal practitioner and BCBA board member. Today I'm going to talk about some recent changes to Red Tractor Farm Assurance Standards that vets need to know about, as well as some important developments that are on the horizon. The aim of this podcast is to make it easier for you to support your clients in fulfilling the requirements of Red Tractor and to highlight some of the common pitfalls. Traditionally, red tractor inspections have occurred every 18 months with a tendency to relax a bit in the intervening time. However, farms going over a certain non-compliance threshold may find themselves on the receiving end of risk-based assessments. These can occur at any time and with no notice. So it's extremely important that farmers see red tractor assurance as a year-round activity – And particularly if you have clients on risk-based assessments, they need to be fully compliant year-round. The most exciting recent development has been the Member Compliance Portal. The Member Compliance Portal had been in the pipeline, but was accelerated by the advent of the COVID-19 lockdown and the need to carry out remote inspections. This enables members to upload many of their documents and evidence to an online portal in advance of an inspection. In effect, it acts as an online filing cabinet, with only the farmer and their named assessor able to access the documents. In normal times, this would just save a lot of time during inspections. But in the current climate, it's making remote inspections a lot easier too. There are currently two options. The first is using the compliance portal prior to a remote live assessment. The second is a full remote live stream assessment. If this is only an audio call, this will require a visit when next possible. If it's a video call, it may even replace the need for a live visit. It's really important to point out that producers are not being forced to use the compliance portal if their IT skills are not up to it, for example. If they refuse, they can wait until it's possible to do live visits again. But it is a way for those who are able to maintain their farm assurance during the COVID-19 outbreak. In the next section, I'm going to talk a bit about dairy developments. Red Tractor Farm Assurance covers about 95% of all dairy producers in the UK. And as such, if you are a dairy vet, it's incredibly useful to have a working knowledge of the health planning requirements. For dairy producers, the most recent revision of standards came into force in October 2019. This means that they affect any health plans being revised between 30th of September last year and the 1st of October this year, 2020. So when updating health plans, the following changes need to be borne in mind. First, the health plan must be written and updated annually in conjunction with the VET. This means that the VET must sign and date the health plan to say they're in agreement with the detail in respect of it being relevant to the farm and that they've discussed the various elements with the member. Historically, with many audits taking place every 18 months, farmers have rung the VET just before the audit to get this done. Auditors are now checking the frequency of update and an 18-month gap is likely to go down as a non-compliance. So it's worth getting a reminder system in place. Then there are a number of new farm policies and protocols which now need to be included. 
they relate to carving procedures, pain relief, lameness management, use of shackles, endemic disease control, dry cow protocols, colostrum and downer cow decisions. The detail of what needs to be included can be found in version 4 of the full standards. Of particular note is the need to sign up to the National Yoni's Management Plan or the equivalent in Northern Ireland, which has been delayed to October 2020. This requires a signed declaration every year by a vet who is a BCVA accredited Yoni's veterinary advisor. Also, milk from known Yoni's positive cows cannot be fed to young stock destined for breeding. An active BVD eradication plan is now also a requirement. The previous recommendation that a member of farm staff should have undergone some form of medicine training has now become a full standard. This is a great opportunity for vet practices to provide high quality medicine training to clients. But remember that these courses need to be approved. So if this hasn't been done, the course outline needs to be sent to Red Tractor to make sure it includes all the necessary elements. Milkshaw and the Noelantra Antimicrobial Best Practice course are also included in this. The annual antibiotic review needs to include a discussion of off-label or cascade use and also a discussion of any preventive antibiotic use with recommendations for alternative strategies. Also on the topic of medicines, pain relief needs to be given when cauterizing paste is used for disbudding and the use of teat sealant needs to be included in the medicine records. Remember, any use of high-priority, critically important antibiotics would need to be backed up by evidence of bacteriology and sensitivity testing. Another requirement is that the prescribing vet must be informed of each bulk tank antibiotic failure within seven days. A couple that are less relevant for vets but still important, serious contingency plans now cover more emergency situations and they need to be displayed where all farm staff can see them. Detailed parlour cleaning protocols also need to be on display. So there have been a lot of changes for dairy producers, but what about the beef and lamb requirements? Beef and lamb standards were last updated in June 2018, so a new round of revisions is due to go out for consultation this October, with the revised standards coming in in October 2021. Things to watch out for are changes that tend to bring beef and lamb standards more into line with the dairy standards. Examples of these would be the health plan needs to be written in conjunction with the vet, current recommendations on medicine training is likely to become a full standard, the vet and health review is going to include endemic disease anthelminthic use and use of faecal egg counts and BVD must be managed through a BVD eradication programme designed in conjunction with the vet. The farm biosecurity policy is going to be changed to be in line with the dairy standard and likewise the contingency plan for emergencies needs to be on display. And finally, there'll be an additional audit point on lameness management when assessing the health and welfare of livestock. Upcoming changes for the dairy standards. The most important one of these that I really want to talk about today is relating to the euthanasia of calves. 
Some of you may be aware of an industry-wide initiative to put an end to the euthanasia of healthy dairy-born bull calves. This was initiated by the NFU, AHDB, CHORG, amongst others, but has gained widespread support with different parts of the industry taking responsibility for all the different approaches needed to make this happen. The statement reads as follows. The dairy industry is committed to rearing all calves with care and eliminating the practice of routine euthanasia of calves that are economically unviable by 2023. Red Tractor's part in this strategy is to encourage responsible breeding strategies. In other words, the next set of standards from October 2021 is likely to include a requirement for farmers to have a written breeding and management policy in place and implemented, so there's no routine euthanasia of calves. The policy must cover semen usage and breeding decisions, as well as the tools used to determine replacement rates. There must also be provision of enough rearing facilities to cover the number of young stock arising from 100% of expected births in a 10-day period. There should be an identified market for the breed of calf produced, although it is appreciated that this is not guaranteed, with a provision made for the event of a TB breakdown. Finally, there needs to be evidence that what's in the policy is what occurs on farm. A lot of the standards already in existence around rearing all calves with equal care, collation of births and deaths, and also transport, are also extremely relevant to this goal. I have been asked on occasion if there's a mechanism for reporting poor practice or welfare concerns to Red Tractor. There is a mechanism, and it's called the Tell Us line, which allows specific issues of concern to be reported, either anonymously or not to Red Tractor. It's run by Safe Call and it can be found via the Red Tractor producer website. Before I finish, I did promise a guide to the common pitfalls for vets. Requirement for medicine training has caught quite a few members out, so there's a definite opportunity for vet practices to provide training and advertise it well with a reminder. The need for health plans to be updated every 12 months, not every 18, is another big one. And finally, if you sign an Action Yoni's declaration, make sure that you've done the training and are BCVA accredited Yoni's veterinary advisor. That's all we have time for today. But if you need any more info, either check the BCVA website or the Red Tractor standards or get in touch with any questions. I hope you found this update useful. Thank you.